Aaron, I just... <laughs> yeah? I just wanted to have the experience of sort of talking over a soft 90s rock song and imagining myself to be the artist. You're barely breathing? <laughs> What's that guy's yeah. name? Uh, Duncan Duncan Shake. Duncan Shake. A name you couldn't have these days, you know. His last <laughs> name is Shake. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know why, but my my brother was really into that song mm-hmm. when it came out in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to tease him about it. <laughs> why why it's a it's a perfectly normal song like it's not like known to be a cringe song or anything yeah i feel like it's in the same (laughs) genre of like uh songs you listen to after a breakup uh as you know like um uh what's the (laughs) Uh, i've come so far yes that one the one who's why does the name escape me at the moment anyway yes lincoln park lincoln park song yes you know, I try not to think so about am, them very much. I am much. barely breathing. I can't <clears throat> find the air, et cetera, et cetera. My favorite part of that song is where he goes, It was a promise, it was a promise, it was a promise, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for you because you've, you've got the first three bullet points here on the, oh, yeah, I've got a question the show notes. For so you. I, I mean, I don't um, have any much, much else to say about Duncan Shake. Yeah. Aaron, Duncan Shake. Oh, when you say it out loud. It sounds like when you put your fries in the shake, dunk and shake, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dunk and shake. Nice. <laughs> it's directions. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking fries because I'm wholesome, but you know. See it all too clear. <laughs> I only taste the saline. When I kiss away your tears, <clears throat> you really had me going. Wishing on a star. Um, this is going to be a good one. I can feel it. <laughs> Aaron, what, what would you say that you do here? <clears throat> um, I think I bring a level of frivolity that is unique. Okay, I'm just waiting for our um, HR rep to join the call. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, due to market conditions or some other bullshit, we've had to uh, re-rationalize our staffing levels. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so you're so you're go- so you're saying you're leaving. No, what I'm saying is I've That's trained. Sad an, for you. I've trained an AI. You were a good it. HR person, so you know. I'm sad to see you leave, but you know that's what I've, that's I've, what we've got to do. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I've trained an AI on all the uh, files uh, from our podcast over the years and had it perfectly replicate your voice. So we're just going to replace oh. you with that. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. As well as just like a random number generator that selects from the soundboard at random, you know, so. It would be pretty easy to reproduce. Bruh. Yeah. It's just, you know, I'm just talking and it's just like. We don't really want what we think we desire. <laughs> Stop it. Um, what would really be funny is to train it on the heel board because the heel board does require some sort of context. You can't really just hit one at <laughs> random here. Um, I think I'm going to try and prove I, that. By- now, let's be honest. If this weren't on the air, what what's the big deal out of me just stepping right? <laughs> it actually worked really well. I know. In yeah. context. Then before I knew it, it was time to blast <clears throat> off. Who's Visiting in charge around with here? With Hauser is made possible through a generous grant from the Ralph M. Parsons Foundation.
whenever whenever we do this kind of thing at the start of the show, I'm reminded of the person who was listening to our podcast for like t- three episodes, maybe. Mm. And then they got to one where we were doing this and they said, I had to turn it off. I couldn't handle the soundboard. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I, I told them that they're weak. That's true. And that's that's the purpose of our soundboard. We got to weed out the bad listeners. We, yeah. If you have stuck around with us for a while, then you know you're a good podcast listener. You're a consummate consumer. Yeah. You win the prize. Legalize <laughs> nuclear bomb. You, you know all of our, our greatest bits. Um, yeah. Like you even go back to the baby board. Ladies and gentlemen, the baby. Oh, man. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a throwback. Hi. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> you remember um a New York icon. Oh, the yeah. values mm-hmm. that truly make America great. Large profit. We have to put an end to this madness. <laughs> there is a lot broken. <laughs> sure, Donald. I could have stopped sure, there. <laughs> it's about time. Well, shit. Um, are you we gonna buy a, a? Did you did you buy your Apple Vision Pro? No, did you? I know, let's just completely side sidetrack the discussion. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Uh, um, do you see any point to this product existing at all? Um, um, to to just make bilk more money out of people. I, yeah. I mean, listen. As I someone, feel like the fact that like the only apps for it that currently exist are the stock apps. And like the stock apps are so boring, you know, that it's just basically yeah. like it's basically like strapping the old uh, Mac OS dashboard to your face. And it's like, oh, cool. I can see my calendar floating in space. Like, like the novelty of that is going to wear off in 15 minutes. Yeah. I, OK, I think the use case for it is going to be a replacement for televisions mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. in in the fact of people who the 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 target audience for these things are single fairly well-off tech worker kind of people people with a disposable income but who keep moving between apartments that don't allow them to hang anything on the wall and Uh they don't want to like have to move a tv every time they move right um <clears throat> so I think that's basically what it's going to become, but like the replacement of the Apple TV, basically. Um, um, did you see from CES that new television that can become transparent? No, it really. Yeah. So they're transing the TVs. Huh? It's well, because of woke. You know, one of the things that I've always thought about. Wait, was there a space between the parent and that's what I was? No, confused. no, no. I needed um, to explain that to explain the joke. Samsung and LG both showed off glass-like transparent televisions. So this is a, a like a you know a, a TV mm-hmm. that is can be made see-through. Uh, and my question is, why would you want that? Generally, I want I've never. <laughs> I I want the TV to generally not be see-through because it aids me seeing what's on the TV. You know. <laughs> Like, this is the problem with projectors is that sometimes, you know, it's very difficult to see what is being projected because it's being muddled up with other light, you know. And so what LG and Samsung have asked is, what if we applied that same problem to regular televisions and made them worse? Um, basically, <clears throat> the, I think what they're trying to do... Is it for, like, rich do, people who, have, who don't want to, like, block 
part of their house. Like, you know, yeah, how, I like, guess. Yeah. But, well, a certain basically class of people are ashamed to have a TV. Right. Like they don't want anyone to know. So they have the, t- the kind that like lower down into the mantle or they hide, like hide behind a couch or something like they go. Zzz. Yeah. They're Maybe trying, that's what it's for. they're trying to make TVs into like furniture statement pieces, like, like objects dart. <clears throat> um, yeah. And uh, I just don't, it's it, it, listen, a television is an appliance, you know, <laughs> like it's not a piece of art. Uh, now I'm thinking about other appliances you could make invisible, like an invisible microwave. So yeah. it just looks like your food is floating in there. Right. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd actually or like a, that before. Like a, a dishwasher that you like has a glass window on the front that you could blur and unblur so you can yeah. like see the washing happen. Yeah. And, you do, and you're like, well, oh, the, neat. <laughs> that's the most annoying thing about a really good washing machine is a lot of times you don't know if it's washing or not. Like you can't hear yeah. or tell. Yeah. So like you don't want to open it up and then ruin the cycle and have to start it over again. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the microwave. Like, I don't know if anybody else does this. <laughs> Maybe this is like telling on myself, but when you're cooking something on a microwave and you're trying to see, like gauge the level of it being cooked, you know, mm-hmm. do you ever like move your head back and forth to counteract the shielded weave pattern on, um, that's on the front of the microwave? So you can like see more because the object in the microwave is this is so like (laughs) hard to explain so the object in the microwave is rotating and since it's rotating if you quickly move between your two eyes back and forth you like wiggle your head to left and right left and right Uh you you can simulate seeing the image without the shielding in the way like you can get a clearer picture because your eyes are gonna like automatically figure out what it's looking does so, that make sense Aaron what happens is you're at work uh <laughs> heating up your lunch and just sort of tweaking in front of the microwave <laughs> I don't I don't do it at <laughs> work I'm self-aware enough not to do this behavior at work but I do no, it I've not I've not done that generally if well, I need to know how how done the thing in the microwave is I'll just open it up for a brief moment and check no see then you ruined it because like sometimes <laughs> cooking like you got to keep the the keep going like like it takes a while to come back up to temperature okay now let's be honest (laughs) a sweet beautiful face i know we might be spending too much time talking about this (laughs) let's do let's do gas station combustibles corner you've got something today i do Um, i'm still abstaining from gas station combustibles corner i'm still traumatized i have here i went to i went to menards this morning um, you know of Menards. I don't think you've been to a Menards, but you we know pronounce of it Maynards here. But yeah, Do, um, <laughs> <laughs> Menards is a, a hardware store, but they also have food there. Um, because it's very Midwestern. Um, mm-hmm. notable for being a place where you can save big money. Um, plumbing, electrical appliances too. Um, and so I like to I see like. what they have at Menards because they, they have like a lot of regular food items, but then they also just have, you know, it's one of those places where they have some weird stuff from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. And this caught my eye. This is Girl Scout Thin Mints TM pretzels. Crunchy, Ooh. crunchy, crunchy pretzels double dipped in mint flavored 100% real dark chocolate. Girl Scouts powers life-changing experiences for girls. This is officially licensed by Girl Scouts of the USA nonprofit. Um, distributed by Devon's Chocolates, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I was I was realizing the last time I was eating Thin Mints 
that one of the reasons I like them so much is they're a little bit salty. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think Thin Mint Pretzels is a very good idea. This smells pretty minty. Uh-huh. Um, it's oh okay. The mint is there. It takes a moment. Now this is quite <laughs> uh-huh. salty, saltier than a normal thin mint because it's a pretzel, as you might expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's maybe a little bit too much, unfortunately or fortunately. Um, I think it's a good balance, actually. Okay, I like salt. I love my favorite. My favorite aspect of a good dessert is its savory. You said that as if you needed to defend your position. I like salt. All right, listen. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna like, say it. I like salt, but I, I even like <laughs> I'm salt. I'm sick of being. I do have to defend it sometimes. Some people are like really like haters on salt. They they they've like moralized well, the British uh, sodium intake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the British. <laughs> Come we used me. to have some people who lived with us who were like that, and it drove me up the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So those are good. Those are a buy. They are. They're very good. These are these are probably going to be a good snack for me for a lunch this week. It's a good one. I don't know if you can hear it. Mabel is barking up a dang storm. I don't know yeah, what's she, going which... on. Uh, I don't care to know. Is there an intruder in your house, perhaps? I doubt it. Okay. She just does this. You know. I'm sure if they are, you'll find out soon enough. Right. Clap for that, you stupid bastards. You gotta have hobbies. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what... around you. by far. I believed in your confusion. So completely torn. Must have been that yesterday was the day that I was born. not much to this goes on. This first verse goes on. I forgot how far it goes on. Yeah. He had a lot to say. He was speaking on it. Um, I, I chanced upon this website yesterday. I thought it would just be fun to take a stroll through it. This is gumball.com. When it comes to the seduction of women, Mm-hmm. Gumball.com. By now, like, I don't know why I hit that sound. I don't know why. I, I don't know sound. why I hit that sound either. I was like, I don't know what he's going for, <laughs> folks. This is a wild Boy. one. Buckle up, all right. But even I can't do buckle that the buck up. Two year, another a year. <laughs> Joey, baby. Um, uh, this is a. Uh, uh, they have a one hundred ten percent low price guarantee. Um, so what is it? What this is is this is a website that sells, um like vending machines, token machines, claw machines, gumball machines, uh-huh. as well as the stuff that goes in them. Um, but I thought it would be great to... Can you, can you open up this website on your, your internet I, I'm, explorer? I'm looking at the website, and can I'm you, seeing the gumball with angel wings. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you read the top-level <laughs> headings of the, the categories here? Uh, oh, like the, the of the menu? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have machines. Uh-huh. We have gumballs. Yep. We have candy. Mm-hmm. We have nuts. Uh-huh. We have bulk vending refills. Yep, yep. We have plush, crane, and amusement. Which is, parts. that's interestingly, that's actually our law firm that we use. Plush, crane, and amusement. <laughs> <laughs> the law firm of plush, crane, and amusement. Um, 
what I also like, so you've got, um, so if you go, uh, you know, under Excuse machines. Excuse me, under parts? Under parts? Under oh, yeah? parts, Andrew? Uh-huh. Under oh, featured brands? Uh-huh. The first thing is beaver parts. So um. <clears throat> uh, I just wanted to let you know if you're looking well, just... for beaver parts. Uh, when it comes to the seduction of women. Well, there we go. You've, Nailed it. You've, Nailed it. Better than anybody else. <laughs> you have parts and then buy machine and then there's beaver machine. And folks, uh, I'm A buying now, machine. paying later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Listen, I said the truth. Yeah. Um, under machines, we have, you know, you've got gumball machines, candy machines, spiral gumball machines, sticker and Ooh. tattoo machines, toy capsule vending. Gas pump gum machines, customizable gumball machines. Uh, What's and then a you gas have, pump gum machine? I'm so glad you asked. Oh, um, it's a gas pump gum machine. It's a gumball, it's a gumball so machine that looks like a gas pump. It's, it's literally a, a is, gas pump. <laughs> there's a, why par- does this exist? There's apparently enough of them for it to be its own category. Um, <laughs> I've never seen one of these in my life. What I also like Watch, is... Watch, this is going to be one of those things where I'm going to see yeah, them all see the time them all now. now yeah. I just never realized. Mm-hmm. I just love these because I didn't know these were the categories of vending machines, right? Like snack machines, right. soda machines, snack and soda combo, cold food, laundromat, cigarette, medical, and made in the USA. And yes, you you can get a countertop cigarette machine um, still. It's... Uh, uh, $2,345 holds 24 different selections and 336 packs of cigarettes. Now, I don't know where you'd be able to, like, have a cigarette machine these days because I feel like you're meant to check IDs for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I'm but looking then, at the health aid, um, <laughs> the uh-huh. health machines. Um, these are just condom machines, right? Uh, yes, almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've never seen this is incredible well i mean and really you look at the health machines it's just under medical they've got the health aid four the Uh health aid six and the health aid eight and you're a schmuck if you go with the four that's not enough health aids no you need way more health aids. can you look under gumballs the categories of gumballs that we've got (laughs) here Mm -hmm. um we've got bulk gumballs gumballs by size chiclets slash chickles and then you also have under personal use kosher gumballs and home use gumballs uh, these these are my gumballs, gumballs for home use. <laughs> <laughs> you you're not gonna want to use these in public. These are for in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, um, is what these are. Also, if you go to um, if you go under machines and you go to t- um, token dispensers, um, token dispensers, token so it's dispensers. Like a, it's like a marijuana machine. No, but uh, boom. Wait, token why, dis- where's token machines? Where are they at? Machines change machines by type. Uh, and then okay. token dispensers, and then at the bottom, this is, at the this bottom is right, so hard to navigate because like the the menus are so big. Yeah, it like auto undo, like it's you're not hovering over. Okay, token right. token dispenser. Uh, and oh then, man, when I was a, maybe I am autistic. When I was a kid, I loved these things so much. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> down at the bottom, you can see vending machine tokens. You can order vending machine tokens in oh hell yeah a number of varieties finishes and designs and crucially i want to look at the designs here um because you've got uh, you've got a bunch of designs that say like for replay only no cash value um but then if you are feeling generous you have um ones that say good for 50 cents in trade so they do have cash value all the way up to like good for five dollars in trade 
a, a single token. Wow. You have a variety of car wash token designs. You have a wash token, a dryer token. I love the token. one with the car. <coughs> the car. Look at T42. Uh-huh. The car is looking up at you like, hello. hello. Yeah. I just got washed. Don't I look pretty? Laundry token, one ride. Video game token. Um, wow. I love this one that says good for one ride. I'm going to hand that to people. Um, <laughs> you should definitely get some of these tokens and start handing them out yeah. and then just winking at people when you do. Um, you probably won't uh, now, go, there's to, a, there's go a, to jail. There's that. a whole second group of tokens. These are so specialized use for like an ice machine or, or parking or uh, a batting cage. Um, cold beer. If you want to hand out beer tokens, I guess. Um, What's this one that says to it? <laughs> to it. Yeah. To it. A genuine round. No, no more excuses. To it, it says. I don't know. <laughs> what? Dog Games wash people token. play? Okay. This one. Is this one Proud Boys? Yeah, I because don't know. it's got the little laurels on it, and it says games people play. Looks like a Proud Boys token. I guess token. so. Yeah. Um, I also like this one that just says, "We really appreciate your business." Um, <laughs> I'd love to hand that to people with no context. You know what? Is, what is what's going on on T ninety here? T90. What is this? I I can't see what this illustration is. It looks like um, a what is, is this? Some kind of slew? What am I looking at? I have here? no idea what that is. <laughs> And it just says no cash value. Yeah. I what is, is it like a rocket? One is it, free drink. It looks vaguely like a space shuttle, but I have no, I don't know. I don't know. But with like a bathtub and a TV on top of it yeah, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. What is that? I know describing things uh, that you're looking anyway, at. Anyway, we've got now. So if, if, if you get if you get like a token machine or whatever, you're going to have to, you know, have refills for it. So, of course, you have the bulk vending refills. Um and there's a whole section for bouncy balls slash super balls, which apparently come in 27, 32, 45, 49, and 60 millimeter diameter balls. That's, um, hmm, 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 hmm. so that's something. Um, then we've got hmm. uh, plush crane and amusement, um, licensed plushes, seasonal plushes. Um, they've got bulk nuts. I've never amount. gotten nuts out of a vending machine. Yeah, that's a little weird. Um, Looking here at their claw machines. Oh my goodness, they have a police-themed claw machine. The plush police. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, this is uh, this is fascinating. I didn't know there was like a one-stop shop where you could purchase these kinds of things, you know? Um, high-tech weight digital scale. You can have one of these like... Oh my... <laughs> One of these your weights and goes, Baruga, Baruga. Yeah, one of, one of these weight scales is like over a thousand dollars that is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> like when you anyway. can buy a scale for like 50 bucks <laughs> yeah but if you need uh bulk jawbreakers you know uh, look no further than gumball.com uh, i'm gonna look at their valentine's plush assortment oh yeah let's, let's go to the jumbo 100 percent generic 12 inch well i've got i'm going for the look at uh, all these guys oh it's a valentine panda I'm going if for the small Valentine me, plush mix happy. 108 count. A great and inexpensive Valentine's mix is the perfect way to attract customers at the holiday. This assortment features dogs, bears, elephants, and other lovable characters. Perfect for anyone, sweetheart. These are actually pretty cute. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, they're tremendously they're, cheap, they're, but there you go. They're winning me over. Yeah. You could buy. So listen. 
I could buy 40 of these for 160 bucks. Mm-hmm. And would that would that make you happy? <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> just imagine. Listen, okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. And it's also the same day as Ash Wednesday, so it's a big day. Um, right. So this year, I'm, I'm put, trying to put our listeners on. You buy your partner or someone you want to be your partner, 40 Valentine's Day Jumbo Generic plush, and, and you just like or, dump them all into their car. You know what I mean? You know how people do that thing where they fill up a car with like popcorn or balloons or whatever? Right. You you do it with just forty of these. Yeah, you're 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 you know you're having a good time that night, and you can trust me, okay? I know all about this kind of a thing, okay? Or when you it know, comes to the seduction of women, you you can buy them the plushes, or you can buy them a crane machine of their own, you know, <laughs> or or like a nice uh, AC two thousand one to... build a coin changer front load. Listen, Andrew, I don't know. We're not all made out of money, okay? Yeah, like. Some of us can only afford 150 bucks. This is what I'm saying. It's such a bang for your buck. 160 bucks and you got 40 of these. Well, here's the thing. If, if you get the AC 2001 Build-A-Coin Changer, it comes equipped with one pyramid bill acceptor that accepts one, five, ten, and $20 bills, two hoppers, which hold $2,600 quarters each for a total of 5,200 quarters, as well as a 1,000-note stacker. Um, now, uh, you know, you want the change graphic, of course. Probably want that validator. Now, here's the thing. Uh, are you going to need a high security handle for this? Is this going to be in a uh, you know public place? Do you need a pedestal for it, or is it going to be installed in a wall? These are the questions you got to ask because these are all <laughs> these are all upgrades. You Andrew, know? I just came up with an amazing idea for any of us who work in an office. Mm -hmm. You could buy a token machine, right? Mm -hmm. Put it next to your desk, and you get custom tokens that represent like a moment of your time. Yeah. Um, well, and, for and you that, make people pay to bother you, to interrupt you while you're working on something. Yeah. You know, for that, I would, <laughs> I would actually recommend one of their ticket dispensers. Uh, Oh, you know what? Yeah. I didn't, they, man, yeah. they've got everything here. Yeah. Yeah. They got everything. And you can even get an illuminated marquee for your ticket dispenser. So they, you know, like really, you know, hard to miss kind of thing, you know, but it's like, listen, if you want more of my time, you know, it's, it's $1 for four tickets. That's like, you know, what each ticket is what, like five minutes of your time each, you know, but like if you yeah. want, you can put a 20 in there and get 80 tickets, you know, and then like, I'll spend the day with you, you know, right now I'm looking at the Titan three column sticker and tattoo machine. Of it's course. bringing back memories of the time. Um, my boy scout troop, we went, we were going to uh, scout camp, at Count Witsit, shout out Camp Witsit, mm -hmm. um, you know, up off the Kern River. And uh, <clears throat> before we, we ended up going there like two days early camping. And then so when, but when we went into town, you got to go to this town, Lake Isabella, um, on your way up there. We stopped at the pizza factory to get pizza. And for some reason, I had like brought just a huge bag full of quarters mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. I guess I had been saving them up and i was like maybe i can use them at scout camp i don't know i just had a bag full of quarters and i saw that they had one of these that was all tattoos like temporary tattoos <clears throat> and i spent like 20 dollars in quarters buying temporary tattoos and gave them to all of me all of my uh fellow scouts mm -hmm. and we applied uh fake tattoos all over our bodies because the thing about scout camp is on the first day 
you if you want to do any sort of swimming in the lake or do any sort of water activities, you have to do a, what's called a swim check where they like have a lifeguard there who like makes sure you're safe to swim. Like you have to do a couple, right. you know, swim yeah. this length, do these different things. And we thought it would be pretty cool when we all took our shirts off and we all had tattoos all over. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, was it? we, we, yeah, we were known as the bad boys of that scout camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so love a scout pretty camp. Cool. Pretty cool the, move. Uh, we really impressed the other boys. Did your, did your scout camp also important. cause you some, some, some trauma, um, in some form or fashion? I feel like that's a required element of a scout camp is that you, you know develop what? some sort of trauma from something. <laughs> that scout, know? that scout camp. I feel like I was working through trauma because I only took one merit badge and I just like bummed around the whole time. Like yeah. I just, uh, my, my mom and dad got so mad at me. They're like, what was this was like a cup club med vacation. Like you didn't do and anything. You're like, there. yeah, obviously. Yeah. You I just sent bummed me here. Around. It's not like I, it's not like I came here my own accord, but I know? would just like float well, around to different groups do, doing their, doing their merit badges and coming around like, Hey, guys and just like shucking and jiving and talking with the different people it was it was a very me kind of thing to have done we uh at the scout camp that i went to um it thunderstormed horribly which was great because we were intense um yeah yeah, i loved that that was slightly traumatizing also this was when axe was real big the body spray um and uh, other scouts learned that, uh, you know, you could spray that and hold a lighter in front of it and make a flamethrower out of it. Um, so <laughs> burn through a number of cans very quickly. Yeah, that's that's a formative experience every young man has to go through, I believe. Yeah. Hey, breaking news. Did you know that Ron yeah. DeSantis is planning to exit the 2024 campaign? Did you see the Iowa caucus <laughs> results? I, I mean, yeah, I heard about them. Yeah. I didn't really. Which were, I mean, you attention. didn't really need to hear about them to know what was going to happen, right? But yeah, yeah. Bye, bye, Ron DeSantis. Bye, 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 bye. No one liked you. <laughs> no one liked you no, at any I, point during the race. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just thought this was fun to read as a headline. This is from we CNBC. We have an article here. This yeah. is how you know it's good from CNBC. It says, for 2024, the quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Here's how to make the most of it. And I'm budgeting just, on that loud. I'm just I'm just <laughs> nodding, you know. I Yeah, quiet luxury the trend. What is loud budgeting? What is quiet, what was the luxury? quiet luxury trend? I don't know. Um, it was so quiet we didn't hear about it. Just months ago, <laughs> we were coveting Laurel Piana cashmere baseball hats and 300 Smiths and notebooks in the name of quiet luxury. And justifying really? such expensive purchases using girl math. I don't think we were doing that. I think I think you were maybe doing that. <laughs> TikTok's loud budgeting trend encourages consumers to take control of their finances and be vocal about making money conscious decisions. This is this is very this is very amusing. How is this um, a new thing? Like th- people are always like spouting off about how how they're they're after their money, you know. Yeah. They're like making budgeting decisions. That's like that's like half of all social let's, media these days. Let's send a message to corporations about the national inflation level. Let's take a stand. It's not I don't have enough. It's I don't want to spend. Okay, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm budgeting wow. loudly. Folks, if you're budgeting, I really I don't care to hear about it. That's just not something I really like. 
need to know personally. Who is this article for, man? I'm just like screaming, screaming Well, this is this here. is sort of what I wonder whenever I go to CNBC.com is like, what is CNBC for? You know? In fact, there are a growing know. number of catchy phrases such as bougie broke and de-influencing, which aim to consciously stop overspending on social media and adhere to a realistic budget. Quote, when opening Instagram and routinely seeing photos of that friend who travels to Europe every month or near daily din- dinners in $100 per person downtown restaurants, it can become easy to feel that doing the opposite. Putting more into savings for a single annual vacation isn't really living, said Yuval Schumner, CEO of budgeting app Pierre. <laughs> uh, so, like, I, I I'm guess, not seeing friends going to Europe every month. Are you? Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I support the spirit of, like, you know, trying to not, uh, I guess, be influenced to or whatever. And, uh, you know, like consciously stop overspending and you know all that but i, I just I don't, love how i how, don't i don't think also turning that into a social media trend is good that's just i just love how the um ultimately the, the, you're the, still uh, online how rich people's solution to things is to be more um publicly uh self-righteous yeah, yeah cool right <laughs> that'll solve yeah. things for you let's let me know how that goes mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh, finally, uh, this is some bad news. I saw they're taking this. everything from us. Um, we used to be a proper country. Um, the convenience store chain Maverick, which does not have a C because it's stupid. It's a stupid company with a stupid name. Uh, bought bought come and go last year and has now uh, announced its intention to rename all of them and get rid of the come and go name. Um. And this should be, I mean, like, this should be the number one campaign issue this election season, I think, is stopping this from happening. You know? Like, yeah. if you you get up on the debate stage and say, I will make it illegal for Maverick to get rid of the come and go name, you've got my vote. That's, like, the only thing that will get me out this year, you know? So I just want to say, like, RIP to a real one. Um, You know, it's just... uh, so sad what happens if 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 we get rid of this huge chain where people are visiting that part of the country and they take pictures in front of it and and it's like something they can go ha 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 come and go don't mind if i do like what are we as a nation do you know what i mean yeah andrew do you know this music is no i have no idea (laughs) here we go this is this is uh this is crab rave slowed oh, in reverb. Oh 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 yes. <laughs> so I'm doing an ironic thing here, you know? Uh-huh. Because I've it's been like... waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're gonna play when something sad happens. Yeah. Shout out to his family. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I keep forgetting. Imagine me. I 
I like the part uh, where he goes, but I'm thinking it over yeah. anyway. anyway. Yeah. That, that arc, uh, I don't suppose it's worth the price, the price that I would pay, but I'm thinking it over anyway. That's me anytime I go to like Micro Center, you know, <laughs> and I'm looking at something <laughs> expensive, some expensive gadget. <laughs> it, could, it couldn't hurt just to look at it in person, right? I don't right? suppose. It, right. Yeah. Speaking of... Go ahead, sir. You had a question. <clears throat> something being worth the price, the price that you will pay. Have you heard about the billionaires in California trying to make their own neom? I have heard a little bit of this. Yes. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> uh, um, where is this? Uh, in this California. is this is in this Solano is... County, which is like a budding like the Bay Area. Um, okay, but not. It's yeah. like it's like where the Bay Area first starts to become farmland. Ah, I see. Um, yes, mm -hmm. it's 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 on the Sacramento and San Joaquin River Delta area. Um, right. Which which is which so is they're interesting. Just, <clears throat> they're just doing sprawl. Uh. <laughs> well, okay, so so let's look at this article from the the Los Angeles Times. Um, no, I'm I don't so, know. Are they on. still I, striking? I gotta celebrate are that we, win. Uh, oh no, they, that was a one day thing. <laughs> okay, there good. We, yeah, I didn't want to be a scab on the show no. today. Um, uh, oh, that's my understanding anyway. But I could be wrong, but I think yeah. <laughs> the group uh, from the article, the group called California Forever, envisions a community oh, God, with tens us. of thousands, <laughs> tens of thousands of new homes, along with crisp new parks, bike lanes, open space, and a solar farm. The no. model city would be walkable, socioeconomically integrated, and fueled by clean energy. Uh huh. How how would you now under capitalism is... maintain a socioeconomically integrated community? You how can you plan for that? <laughs> and this is tech billionaires that are saying this, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh huh. So I don't believe them like a single iota, basically. But to get there. The backers will have to persuade Solano County voters to approve the sweeping endeavor. The first stage of that campaign took place Wednesday when Jan Sramick, chief executive of California Forever, took to a podium in the Veterans Hall in the Sacramento San Joaquin Delta town of Rio Vista to pledge that the project would be a great neighbor to everyone in the county. Sramick, a former Goldman Sachs trader, has said his vision. Okay, he's a former Goldman Sachs trader, yeah, but he was also the guy who did that. Remember that um, competitor app to Twitter called Memo? No. Um, yeah, so he's the guy who did that. I mean, it failed. Right. Um, to set his vision for the city coalesced while he was on a fishing trip in the nearby Delta. He and other speakers listed a long series of benefits they said would result from raising a new city on a rolling expanse now dedicated to ranching and wind farms. Um. So can you see in this article what the, the first of all scroll down to you see the picture of the um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, what what they want to build what wh how would you describe the look of that I mean <clears throat> um it's a SimCity ass looking city for, for yeah my money. It, honestly it looks a bit like my college campus yeah it, <laughs> it's like medium you know these are like row houses like these are like mid height like all under five story mid. buildings. Uh, yeah, neatly arranged in a grid. Yeah, there's, we there's love an grids, awful lot of we? trees, which I don't think is just going to be practical. Frankly, <laughs> I don't think those are going to pop up overnight. Um, I just want you to think for a second. Just put this thought in their mind. Hmm, why would tech billionaires want a huge chunk of property along a river delta in California? Hmm, hmm. what could that possibly be about? 
let's go to this separate article. This There's more reporting from the New York Times. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so whether it was paving over San Fernando Valley orange groves to build out Los Angeles or ripping out apricot farms in what is now Silicon Valley, California became the nation's biggest state and economy largely by trading open and agricultural land for population and development that shifted in the 1960s and 70s when a backlash against the growth first regime and its penchant that's always a hard one to say penchant (laughs) for destroying landscapes helped create modern environmentalism in the half century since this turn has been codified in law that aims to restrict development to existing cities and their edges it has protected farms and open space but also helped drive up the cost of living by making housing scarcer and more expensive to build. Mr. Shramick famed for his proposal as a backlash to the backlash or framed his proposal as the backlash to the backlash, part of an ideological project to revive California's appetite for growth. So he's a, he's a Yimby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) If the state is serious about tackling its dire affordable housing problem, he argued, it doesn't just have to build more housing in places like San Francisco and its suburbs. It also has to expand the urban footprint with new cities. I would argue you absolutely do not. Um, Expanding the urban footprint is like the worst thing you want to do. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Samick likes to fish the way he tells it around 2016. He and his girlfriend, now wife, started making a one-hour drive from San Francisco to Rio Vista to catch bass on the Sacramento River. One of those trips driving past pastures and grazing sheep and sparked an idea. What if you could start from scratch, he said. In a state whose agricultural bounty has historically been a function of moving water great distances, the area is something of an anachronism. For generations, families of the Mahoney's like the Mahoney's, have practiced dryland farming, which means they rely on rain and not irrigation. Now, Andrew, it just so happens that I was um, just reading a book on California hydrology. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty cool and fun guy. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of thing I read. And mm-hmm. uh, do, you, do you wonder maybe why these people on the Sacramento and San Joaquin River Delta that goes right, right into this del- big area that goes right up into the ocean don't um why they dry land farm there Mm. got any ideas Mm. um uh i don't know you're the expert on this one (laughs) well um the thing is that due to um california draining the sacramento river and and this the san joaquin for um the building canals and like irrigation of farmland in the central valley the flow of those rivers is so weak that when it's really dry and there's not a lot of rain or snow melt coming from the mountains the salt water like pushes in mm. to that river basin and so any wells that you dig there are going to pull up like brackish water that's not suitable for uh nice. farming really So the people who initially moved there tried that. And then um, they realized this water kills all of our plants. Hmm. (laughs) So let's just do dry land farming where we rely on rain. And then we'll, you know, put cattle and sheep um, over that, that land. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, (laughs) these guys are trying to get uh, cheap water is what they're trying to do. And it's going to be yeah. crappy water, and they're going to try to sell it to farmers and cities and whatever. This this is a hundred percent the plan that they're trying to do. It's a shame that it's a water scam because I I think that it's kind of amusing. We should we should let 
uh, you know, billionaires have like their Epcot to try and make succeed because they never will. And it's amusing to watch them waste money on it. But uh, that's yeah. not what's happening here. That's not what's happening here. It's also in a populated area and affecting regular people like go do this in like, I don't know the desert in utah or something well it's just Um, like this is the other thing do you think that there's maybe going to be some demands some like environmental demands on putting a giant city in the middle where there's not a giant city i'm sure it's fine maybe like (laughs) (laughs) like what could go wrong um i don't know (laughs) there's like cities like all over california sinking into the ground because they've just completely decimated their aquifers but yeah let's just build another big old sprawling suburb let's let's do that that sounds like a good idea yeah if i were building for find, the future i'd definitely start in california I'm trying to find who was oh ultimately the backers were revealed uh linkedin co-founder reed hoffman venture capitalist mark Andreessen, patrick and john collision patrick and john Call, collision yeah no those Call-a-son? are the, those are the stripe boys yeah <laughs> call us on oh, okay. yeah they're they're irish um, they're they're <laughs> What I love is that, like, ultimately, like, they say they want, like, I don't know, like, a walkable socioeconomically, whatever, affordable, yada, yada stuff. But ultimately, like, they just like the Bay Area too much that they can't really bear to move that far away from it. You know, like, if you really wanted to build some sort of utopian model community, you'd you'd do it on, like, some cheap land, you know, like, come out here to... Ohio, there's literally a giant mega site <laughs> that is for sale off the highway, you know, and water's not really a concern. And, you yeah. know, <laughs> but that's not, that's not, you know, th- that's the thing is like they sort of give the game away. That's not really what yeah, they but want. That's, that's flyover country. Andrew, have you heard about this secondary city thing? Oh my gosh. No. What is this? Let me Google this to see if I can find I I know of the second city, but uh, not secondary city. Uh, <laughs> secondary city is what is what your dad said when he's trying to uh, remember the name of the second city. <laughs> we went and saw that group in Chicago. What are they, the, the secondary city? Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't find it. Okay, so um, there was there was this TikTok that was going around, um, mm-hmm. of basically someone saying like this was one of these annoying coastal elite people mm-hmm. who's like. Y'all, turns out there's cities other than Los Angeles in New York. You really need to start thinking about living, moving to a secondary city. I moved to a secondary city. Uh, I moved to Kansas City three years ago. And it's so calling like a huge metro area like Kansas City a secondary city yeah. is so demeaning. I've and so like I've only lived in, in secondary cities. I'm making <laughs> giant air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like ugh. anyhow, you know, that's a, a bunch of people on TikTok are talking my, about. My you know, my that, so. my secondary city uh is the uh you know, the second most popular city in the Midwest after Chicago. So <laughs> secondary. Secondary yeah, city nope. with a metro po- metro area uh population of uh just over two million. So you know. <laughs> it's fine. These people, man, I hate them so much. Just because we don't um, have like a sphere or something, you know, like <laughs> we're like, oh, there's nothing, there's nothing to do in those cities. It's like, well, what is there to do in New York? What are there's you just doing like, in New York? Yeah, like what is there to do in New York? There's just like more of the same thing, right? Like you just have like more museums, 
you know? Like, we have museums yeah. and stuff here. We have sports teams. You just have, like, more of them, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand that. I don't know. We're going to... I can hear I can hear the 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 metro, metropolitan I, uh, elitists, uh, the, the, the coastal... Uh, I mean, here's coming the thing. Into our we're, comments we're, right now. we're staunch Midwest defenders. I think that's known. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got something here from Vox. Oh, yeah. Which... This is Vox. Uh, I love they have to, uh, outlets have to run these sorts of stories every season. This is, uh, why have our winters gotten so weird? Yes, it's huh. freezing now, but winters are actually warming dangerously fast. It's like, yes, it's because of climate change. I, I guess. I guess there are people who still don't know or think this, but like, I'm like, yeah, no, I got it. The people, the people, <laughs> the people these articles are trying to convince and inform are, are never going to them. be reached by this. And they're, yeah, not, they're not like, so Vox. it's, yeah, like there's no point. This is not convincing anybody at this point. At this point, you either like are just putting your head in the sand or you acknowledge it. So do you want to note here? It says warmer winters do have some upsides since the beginning of the 20th century. Warming <laughs> has extended the growing season by two weeks. Last year, the U S saw increases in <laughs> soy and wheat production as well as a record corn harvest. So thank you. Global warming for, Oh, good. We, uh, we produce record quantities of all those grains for which we already have abundant quantities. Yeah. We're already way over harvesting. We are exporting. Essentially, our soil nutrition and water <laughs> to the rest of the world because well, we're producing such an abundance. Very yeah. cool. Record record qu <laughs> record quantities of already heavily subsidized crops. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like we're gonna be able to <laughs> listen. We're gonna be able to make so much E eighty five from this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it works for me as long as I keep this car. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I just look at the uh, price of gas fluctuating, and I go. <laughs> It's like, it's been so consistent for me. I do man. love, I don't know how many people there are out there that are actually like this that are like, oh, well, if it's global warming, then how come it's cold outside? But it is sort of amusing, you know, like. There, unfortunately, uh, are a lot of them. I encounter them, like, uh, every day, so. Yeah. That's, that, but that's where I live. It's hard, it's hard to think yeah. uh, in a, on a long-term basis, you know. Yeah, we're really issue, creating really. a Mad Max future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, oh, uh, that's we're, a segment. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> hit me with the shake. Oh, 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 no. Come on, you made me expect it, and then you didn't do it. It's ah! YouTube. YouTube is, YouTube is YouTube screwing is up. It's just a good song. See, I like the guitar part in that. I like the drums. I like the drums in the sound in the song. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Do that again one more time. No, thank you. <laughs> it's for sure, man. Um, <laughs> it's for sure, man. Uh, great tweet here from Sargon of Akan, <laughs> aka Carl Benjamin. I saw this one. 
quote tweeting, quote tweeting the music video for Alien Ant Farm's cover of Smooth Criminal, which already choice. But then uh, Sargon says, this is what the world looked like before mass immigration, widespread racial and gendered guilt activism and before bankers had totally screwed the economy for their own game. People were just allowed to be themselves and they did fun, wholesome things for their own sake, like covering the Michael Jackson song Smooth Criminal in a sort of hard rock way. <laughs> it's true that, uh, you know, 2001 uh, <laughs> was when Western civilization fell. I do love, and this is uh, then quote tweeted by Eric L. Robinson who says, I must admit, I never expected fascists of the Anglosphere to abandon their Roman statue profile pics and Rhodesian brushstroke camis and claim that alien ant farm was the last readout of a fallen Western civilization. And it is interesting how they sort of progressed from like, you know, photos of, uh, you know, 14th century cathedrals or whatever saying return. And now they're just posting music videos from 2001 being like, <laughs> they're return, like, you know, I'm going to grasping for nostalgia anywhere they can get I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to post the uh, music video for LFO's Summer Girls and be like, we need to return. You know, there used to be a time when girls would wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, you know, it used to be it used to be acceptable to not like Chinese food because it made you sick. Uh, but now because post, of woke. <laughs> I'm going to post the video for Crazy Town. And say like white boy crazy white boys really used to be out here saying you my butterfly sugar baby and we loved it we loved it it was a pure time getting real cerebral with it and posting the music video I just for standing outside a broken that, phone booth with money in my hand I met the lead singer for Alien Ant Farm when they were on the come up so like. They had literally just recorded their major record label album that that was on, right? Yeah. And this guy was outside of the House of Blues in Anaheim, uh, handing out copies of their single, trying to publicize their mm. band. Mm -hmm. And I would say this fellow had a very weird energy. So he was a white boy dressed like a cholo, right? Like he had his mm -hmm. dickies. Mm -hmm thing buttoned at the top button but the rest was open um so he was already caping like uh chicano culture right but then he had a buzz cut with a high fade and he had a like eddie winslow part um uh like cut into his his buzz cut like 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 it was like so he's stealing that from you know black culture um and, and but that's just how pop musicians were back in the 90s. This you know? is the epitome of whiteness. Is that that's what's funny to me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't even see like this is just they just stole all this stuff. Never mind. They stole it from Michael Jackson. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, here's my question. Genuine question. How do you think their cover of it compares to the Michael Jackson song? I, it, it's good. It's good. It's, it's not good. The, really the it, same song. It goes hard, but I think that yeah. I prefer the the Michael Jackson <clears throat> version. I just personally. don't like the song as a song in general. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. It, it's not bad, but I just I like I see I can see how people would like it, and I understand that it's catchy and it's fun. It's just not really for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Hip hop, it's kind of marmalade, repetitive. spick and span, meant you one summer and it all began. You're the best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. 
Call me Willy Whistle because I can't speak, baby. Something in your eyes went and drove me crazy. What is that? Uh, this is Summer Girls by LFO. <laughs> that was in Summer Girls? Yep. Uh, now I can't forget you and it makes me mad. Left one day, never came back. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone. Fell deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. When I met you, I said my name was Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. I like this song because oh, it just references man. a bunch of other things that were happening at the time. It's just so. all member berries. You love remember, fun remember dip this? and cherry remember this? coke. Remember this? <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad to... You come See. from Georgia where the peaches grow. They drink lemonade and speak real slow. Please stop, Andrew. This is torture. Please stop. Like the color purple macaroni and cheese, ruby red slippers and a bunch of trees. Call you up, but call you up, but what's the use? I like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose. What is wrong with you people? Huh? I became worse. Like. I, uh, I intuited that that song sucked and I hated them when it first came out. And now I know, I know, I know why I was correct. Mm -hmm. I was correct to avoid that song when it came out. Speaking of people, you're uh, smart to avoid. Want to check in on Bill Crystal? Remember, uh, no, this is not Billy Crystal. No, I don't. Frankly, I want to talk about Len and steal my sunshine, but fine. Go ahead. <laughs> this is Bill Crystal. <laughs> he's you know, uh, commentating. You know, he's like the er, never Trumper. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's he posted this tweet that just made my brain go. Yeah. He says, uh, <laughs> "DeSantis out, Trump losing it." Dot dot dot. Nikki FTW? Question mark. Um. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Not ha not happened, Bill. No. <laughs> Delusional. The levels of cope. Are I don't, incredible. I don't understand why Bill Crystal's like still around. Like if I was him, I think I would just um you know retire. He has no relevancy, but I guess yeah. he has no friends either, uh, so he just goes mm -hmm. on the internet and tweets. Yeah. Um next we have uh from the continuing uh, Israel-Palestine conflict. Uh, Netanyahu said, in the future, the state of Israel has to control the entire area from the river to the sea. Now, I was told oh, cool. that it was bad to say that and that you weren't allowed to say it. Um, cool. But, uh, May Allah awaken the people. I, just, I guess someone man. actually asked the Biden uh, guy, what's his name, John Kirby or whatever, they're like, what do you think about Netanyahu using that phrase? And he was basically like, give me a break. It's fine when I say it, you know, that's basically. The, uh, it, it's just like I, anybody out here pretending that these people aren't sociopaths yeah. and just genocidal maniacs has mm. no credibility. You know what I mean? Like you can't don't even talk to me. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, boy. Speaking of speaking of no credibility. Yeah. Um, the, the Brits have, have logged in to talk about American football. Because oh, this good. is that time yeah. of year where they remember that American football exists. The Brits, like, the Brits who, Oi, who mate. the Brits who definitely understand American football. <laughs> this comes from Jed. Oi, um, it's fucking Jed. It says <laughs> the NFL is a much better sport to watch when you have two QBs that can't run. Uh, what? 
All these tactics and designed plays, which are cool to see, all meaningless because you have two QBs who just run at the first sign of trouble. The game wasn't designed thinking QBs would be able to run like sprinters. I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's the case. But um. hey, do you want to? Do you know? Do you? Can you remind me again what the? You know that? What's that trophy they give out to the? To the best QB, the Heisman, the Heisman, right? Mm-hmm, can you mm-hmm. can you remind me what that trophy looks like? What's that guy? What's that QB doing in that? Oh, trophy? I think he's kicking a football. No, I don't think it is. He's oh. is he throwing um, a football? No, you know what? I mm. don't think. What is he doing? On he's doing something. So this is we like the prototypical. This is this is you know what? It looks like he's running and he's straight arming somebody. Yeah. Hmm. Just like, dude, <laughs> shut the hell up. I'm not even a huge football fan, but come on, dude. Yeah, the forward pass wasn't even legal in the beginning of football. <laughs> like football was a running game. Literally, before it, it was wasn't. Yeah, else. like come on. <laughs> it's just people who like can, do not understand the game. Can can I get you to tweet or whatever post like this about you know like about uh, the soccer? Premier League? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they kicked the ball too good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next we have, uh, this is a post, and all it is is posting a, a CNN TikTok that's talking about how cold it is and weather or whatever, but this is from the general, general MC News, breaking multiple reports of harp being used in Iowa to prevent Trump supporters from from voting. So this is, uh, you know, they apparently used the harp weather control um device to try and prevent but they didn't succeed um so there you go i just like this because of how credulous it is you know harp was the name of a military run operation to study the upper atmosphere yeah um yeah okay so they're saying they're they're seeding the clouds is what they're saying well here's the thing um harp is basically just like a big huge antenna up in Alaska uh but oh, um so they're saying it's an antenna that can control the weather yeah that's the thing is people are really freaked out by it but that's not it's really just like it's not that <laughs> it's an antenna that can control the weather but none of the billionaire uh farmland owners in California could convince them to use it over the drought to yeah. bring rain to California Right. Well, they only use it for, I, for evil, obviously. I, uh, I literally had this discussion with my barber one time because he was trying to insinuate that the elites uh, could control the weather. And then I gave him like four example of things that the elites were invested in that were suffering because of weather. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't they just fix that then? And he was just like, uh, uh. that's a pretty good point. <laughs> my guy. It's it's fun to peek in on these people where their worldview is such that like you have to take as read so many of these things like that harp exists and was yeah. designed for weather manipulation and is routinely used for it, you know. Like to me yeah, yeah to me it's just like a collection of of um shibboleths, you know what I mean? Like right. when I that's like I first first read that tweet and I was like or I heard heard you reading it and I'm all harp what what huh? Uh, 5G causes extreme neurological damage in children. Study finds. Cool. I can't read that because it's a locked Substack post. So, according to to new peer-reviewed research, oh, it's linked. Let me click on this peer-reviewed research. This is from the Annals of Clinical and Medical Case Reports, which definitely sounds like a real journal. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, it's open access. Okay, I'm sure that's yeah, great. Um, cool. Um, I see you've got two more things here, but there's nothing. They're just like phrases, and I'm now I'm oh, worried. Yeah. Um, these are TikToks. Um, let me play oh, okay. this first one for you. Um. I'm going to be a millionaire before I'm 20, and this is how. I work for my dad's company. I have a contract with them, and I get paid every month. That money then goes into real estate, where I get some passive income I get to go spend. I never get to touch that principal income. So every year, that principal doubles, triples. It stacks on top of each other. <laughs> So I'm going to be a millionaire so before I'm 20, and this is how. So here's I how. Work for my Number dad. one, work for your rich dad's company, okay? Uh-huh. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, but you might be asking, who is this this girl's rich dad? Um, oh, yeah. And it's a good true. question. His name, is, his name is Grant Cardone, and he's sort of popped up as a result of this. Um, mm -hmm. And my understanding from doing some cursory research of what he does is that he runs uh, some sort of investment thing fund um but mostly is one of these like training grifters you know that mm -hmm. sells training <clears throat> oh uh, how cute coaching. so she's taken after her father yeah grant cardone 10x your business um T and 10x. so wow so this is from uh uh some seminar or whatever he did where he uh you know he says uh if i made 400 grand a year i would be embarrassed with myself as a husband a father basically as a human being you guys haven't done the math because you cannot live on 400 grand a year and if you think you can live on 400 grand a year i might have to go back and add number one nothing anybody can make 400 grand a year all you got to do is show up i don't know if i'm right or wrong you guys don't need to agree with me i've already been paid my fee i am not here to satisfy you i don't care if you like me or not man uh, nobody could live on 400 grand a year. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I don't care. <laughs> I already got my money. That's yeah. just like, that's such a rich guy attitude. It's so awesome. Well, this is the thing is that I've realized that what these like hustle grifters are doing is they're basically just like non-religious evangelical preachers. Like it's the same sort of thing, you know? No, I mean, that's also evangelical preachers. <laughs> Well, right, but they're doing it without necessarily talking about, like, God or whatever. Another you know, one. Or, or the Bible. Right. They don't have a Bible, but they do have their books, you know, which you should read. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And they, that's they, incredible. They all talk about, like, doing sales and Also, what kind of investment and, is doubling and tripling year over year? I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's real. <laughs> Well, you had another one where if someone was like, oh, what would you do if you only had five grand? And he's like, I would take it to someplace and tell them to 10x my money, and that would be no problem. And then from that, I would blah, blah, blah. And it's like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> back up a second. Um, uh, let's go back here. <laughs> what I also find fascinating about all of these uh, morons who do this uh, grifter work, you know, is they're always talking about sales and call cold calling and, you know, uh, mm. closing and things like that. But it's like they never talk about what are you supposed to be selling? <laughs> That's just Bruh. like not a not a factor, you know, it's like the product we don't, we don't doesn't need to matter. get into those 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 details. OK, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, 
be a proper country surely did um hey you want to you want to you want to you hey it's, sorry it's, i broke it's, it's weirdopedia <laughs> time to learn about the great stork you heard about have you heard about the great stork derby um well i think it's pronounced darby because it's uh <laughs> No, oh. this is the Great Stork Derby. Okay, it was a contest right. held from 1926 to uh -huh. 1936. Female residents of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, competed to produce the most babies in order to qualify for unusual bequest in a will. Okay, so, so uh, <laughs> the race was a product of a scheme by Charles Vance Miller, a Toronto lawyer, financier, and practical joker. Who bequeathed the See, residue that's... of his significant estate to the women to the woman in Ontario who could produce the most children in the decade following his death? That's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also hope that when I die, like one of the things you know is like you know, uh, you know, like whatever husband, father, practical joker. <laughs> this is yeah. But this is just like taking taking being a, like. Uh, a breeding kink to a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be the reason that so many babies are made. <laughs> it is one of many unusual bequests in his will, along with giving a vacation home in Jamaica to a group of three men who detested each other under the condition that they live in the estate together indefinitely. <laughs> Brewery stocks to a group of prominent teetotal Protestant mil ministers if they participated in its operations and collected its dividends and jockey club stocks to a group of anti-horse racing advocates this guy Dude. is a classic troll <laughs> if 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 i if i came into money you wouldn't know but there would be signs i would yeah. be using it like this right. this is the only valid way to be a billionaire mm -hmm. is if you take the billion dollars and you start doing weird shit like this yeah it's like, like oh sure you can have my vacation home Provided Eleven families <laughs> competed in the baby race. Seven of them were disqualified, but eventually Judge William Edward Milton, ru Milton ruled in favor of four mothers um, who received each received one hundred and ten thousand dollars for their nine children. Jeez. Three of the four had to pay back relief money given to them by the city of Ontario government. Two of the disqualified candidates each received twelve thousand five hundred dollars out in court in exchange for abandoning pe pending appeals. Wow. In Canadian 2002 TV movie, The Stork Derby, depicted this series, uh, the stories of some of these women. Uh, oh, interesting. There's a they made a movie about it. Mm-hmm. In 2016, Toronto's Muddy York Brewing Company produced a Stork Derby Stout. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the brew that's going to get you pregnant. Yep. Yeah, so... 
That's great. I don't know. I I can't wait for conservatives to find out about the the great yeah, story. If they're so concerned about the declining birth rate, why don't they you know strike up a do contest something about like it. this? You know, yeah. Why don't you do something about it, bro? Ridiculous. Get, get people it's money. ridiculous. Put money right where there. your mouth is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's how evil this stuff is. That's that's uh boy another another week where we've mostly not said any of the things we haven't said a lot of the phrases i'm sick you know what um you know nowadays that's just how it is not to essentialize but i'm correct many such cases all right let's end it I have no idea what I'm doing I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing